Welcome to The Relative Dimension, a Shadowrun community podcast. In case you missed our live stream of the end of the year podcasters roundup, here is that recording. I hope you enjoy. All right. Hello, everybody. We are here and we yeah. uh, welcome to the uh, 2017 Shadowrun podcasters content creator year end wrap up in review wrap up. Um, I feel like we've been doing this for many years and we don't like have an official name for what this thing we do every year is actually called. Um, and the I, end of the year wrap up. At one point it was called like the, the, the like end of the year multicast. Um, mm -hmm. and then, uh, and then now it's, it was like a wrap up and then it was like a, a, a retrospective. <laughs> yeah, first one ever was uh tenor's idea. Yes, and, and uh, um, that's exactly going ever since. Yeah, we, uh, and that, yeah, we're glad to keep the tradition alive. It's a, it's a thing we like to do every year. Get um, as many podcasters who do stuff with Shadowrun or just content creators. Because when I began, I wasn't a podcaster. I was just on YouTube, um, and uh, just get content creators together to talk about what talk about Shadowrun and what they've been doing and what's coming up. So let me start by going ahead and going a, along here. We've got a, we've got a whole group of people. Here and I'm actually really pleased to see several of of us uh, of the people here who, or at least a few who haven't ever been before. So um, that's really exciting. And um, let let's start. I'll go around and to my right. If you're watching live, you it'll make sense. I'll go uh, clockwise. And um, <laughs> those of you uh, listening at home on the podcast from whoever posted this that you're listening to it with. Uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. But Oz is sitting right next to me on the stream. And um, Oz uh, of Join the Anarchy, uh, show on Twitch. Say hi, Oz. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. And I hope you are as well. I'm excited to be here. It's yes. The first one. Yes, Oz, for the first <laughs> time. I can't, I can hardly believe it. You seemed, you came into, uh, into our lives full force. Um, so it seems like you've been around forever. <laughs> um, then Mr. John, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, Mr. Johnson is sitting next like to that. Oz and uh, of the Arcology podcast. Um, who doesn't know who Mr. Johnson is? Say hi, Mr. Johnson. Hi, Mr. Johnson. Thank you. Thank no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to do it. I wanted I that guess. joke so bad. <laughs> Sorry, I put you at the end. Um, <laughs> uh, next up is a uh, wolf. Of deniable assets, um, also new here this year, talking to us on this uh, particular show that we do. Say hello. Oh, Jammers, glad to be here. Yes, glad to have you. And going again clockwise, so we're going to come up back around. Next is Chris of Crit Squad fame. How's it going, Chris? Fame. Doing good. <laughs> well, mm. you know, in in at least in our little circle, you guys have also. Um, like exploded onto the scene. Like every nobody can stop talking about Crit Squad. I feel like it's uh, it's good. I I still don't know what to do with that information except <laughs> this. Yeah, smiling. But yeah, it's awesome. That's that all you got to do. Appropriate response. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Next to him, uh, again for the first time. I think you weren't here last year, Joe. Were you? No, I was not. So, Joe, oh, yeah, I saw in Discord earlier you said you've been trying to uh, crash this party for years now, right? <laughs> yes, I have been. And uh, Joe, keep yeah, find, Did you ever ask? 
I think mostly it was timing issues. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you were totally welcome. (laughs) Joe almost couldn't even make it tonight, so I I believe it. Uh, Joe of um, Relative Dimension, the Relative Dimension podcast, the actual play. Um, Hey, Joe, how's it going? Going well. That's good to hear. And next to him, uh, everybody's favorite crow shaman and uh, spreader of information, Opti of the Neo Anarchist podcast. How's How's it going, Opti? What's up, players? I'm doing well. I'm doing excellent. So good. I'm so glad to hear it. And finally, last and definitely least, is Damien of the Violent Life podcast. Damien, I don't care. Let's move on. Um, (laughs) uh, The favorite thing about this whole group is is the love. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. How's it going, Damien? How how are you doing up there in the great white north? It's great. I'm happy to be here. This is my third year of doing this now cool so, glad i feel like a veteran see it's... if we let if we let damien in we wouldn't let anyone, <laughs> anyone literally anyone can do this yeah i um yeah this is my third time doing it as well and um uh, it's fun we enjoy doing this it's every funny. year um funny. I was gonna say, this is uh this is actually a really small subsection of like everybody that we could have potentially gotten on here well i'm very happy um but surprised that we got this many people on because we kind of this year kind of the end of the year snuck up on us quite a bit we've been so busy and i think it was opti who messaged some of us and said oh hey uh it's like almost the end of the year are we gonna do that end of the year thing (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah And, uh, and we were like, oh, we should probably do that. And then I said, I've got to go on vacation. And I forgot to ask somebody else to plan it. So um, I came back from vacation like yesterday. And I was like, so you guys are finished planning this, right? Um, <laughs> I think this is the second year in a row that I didn't have to really do anything to make this happen. Yeah, last, nice. last year I, um, I took over uh, forcefully like I tend to do. And um, and uh, things have been going poorly ever since. Over. And what, what it really means is that, like, me and Cliff were like, yeah, you want to put all the work in? Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Take over. So, I'm, I'm happy to let Bobby do all the intros and things like that. All I can do is talk. That works with my schedule just fine. Right. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I, uh, being a control freak, I was happy to do it. Uh, well, I wouldn't say happy, but uh, it, um, you know... It, he has a psychological need yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, a, right. a compulsion to, to do it. Exactly. <laughs> negative quality. Right. Just but enough enough talk about me, um, and let's talk about... Uh, the whole reason we're here is to, in part at least, to look back on some stuff, talk about Shadowrun, and look back uh, on on this year in Shadowrun, and this year in our, our the stuff we worked on, but, uh, but Shadowrun in general. And um, I want to talk about what we've seen in like product releases in 2017 um last year in 2016 i remember we talked about this there's a ton of stuff coming out and this year there hasn't been quite as much but um but uh definitely some big ones back in may we got forbidden arcana um which was uh been that long ago yeah actually it really has and um and uh so and that was big like do you remember everybody was really mad because it was another uh, magic source book, right? <laughs> if you mean everybody, if you mean Reddit, then yes. But right. everybody else who wasn't Reddit was like, this book is rad. Yeah. So. It was a really awesome book, yeah. It was. Yeah. It, it was good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it was def- go ahead. Just definitely a good addition uh, to the uh, 
fifth edition splat books. Um, lots of great material to mine from that. I'm still, I'm still getting good stuff out of it. Was it the first time that we in in Shadowrun's like edition history and Shadowrun's history that in one edition we've gotten uh, two uh, source books that relate to like one area, like two magic source books? Is that the first time that that's happened? I, I don't even think. So. No. No idea. I have no <laughs> idea either. So I was. Uh, curious. I mean, I, I, yes, I, I do feel for some of the people like like why don't we have a Technomancer book yet? Um, <laughs> sure. But yeah, that's okay. fair. But, but like, awesome I feel stuff. Like, I'm happy with what we have so far. You know? I feel like by the time that all of the stuff is released, like there will be a pretty decent balance. But I, yeah, right now it seems like there's just more for magic. And, and to be honest with you, that's because people really like magic stuff. Like, it's the kind of spooky, yeah. cool mm-hmm. stuff. Really like. There have been a lot of people... Oh, I'm, a, I'm an apologist now. I need to shut up. <laughs> there I'm, are a lot I've of people who've been... <laughs> a lot of people have been complaining, and um, and uh, and I tend to lean towards this thought as well, that we're, we're getting a little magic heavy in Shadowrun, and uh, we need to take a break, take a breather, you know? Can I, can I tell you now? Can I tell you that that's, that's actually being fixed? Like that's actually one hundred percent being addressed, and I think everybody will be happy the next four releases. That's well, that's great. I know a lot of people will be, will be happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. That was, I love that was magic. Generic enough that I don't think I'm going to hold that. Yeah, I'm. Well, we've we've heard as much. At least on the Six World podcast, some people that we talked to have been saying similar things. So, um, I'm excited for that. We'll talk. We should talk more about that when we talk about you know what's coming. Um, maybe not specifics since you're afraid of getting in trouble. But um, <laughs> the, afraid uh, is such a strong word. The um, <laughs> in July we got the complete trog that was um, uh, you know not a magic book. <laughs> he said with disdain. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was not a magic Honestly, book. Yeah, that one has uh, some of the best published writing work that uh, someone that I'm married to has ever written. He's not biased uh, at all. <laughs> I, I am somewhat biased, but also I think objectively really good stuff there was some really good there. writing in that book and i um and it's not just her that did awesome stuff in that book but bias there was some there was some really really good stuff in that book we uh it was it was quite quite voiceful it was quite controversial uh that book wasn't it uh was it i mean like initially it was i think before it I came think out some people kind of wanted it to be can i peel can i, I peel, peel behind the 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 curtain just a little bit like there was a little bit of a staged walkout for some freelancers who didn't think that it was going to go a good. We we thought that it was just going to be too on the nose. We didn't trust that it was going to be handled well, and we didn't want any part of it. Um, yeah, and Courtney but, was like, "Well, I'll just put in a thing for the th- contract, and you know, put in a or put in a proposal for the parts I want to do, and see what happens." And it right, yeah, but it ended up being fun really doing her good. part of the book. Yeah, it ended up being really good, and and so I'm glad with, for that. With yeah. Jason Hardy at the helm on something like that, I mean, I, I kind of expected it. To, I mean, granted, yeah, there's other issues with editing and that sort of thing, but the kind of direct that would make that book awful, I don't think is going to happen on his watch. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and I guess part of that was uh, part of that was the discussions that uh, that some other freelancers were having that I was like, I don't if they're going to be on this, I don't want any part of this. That sounds awful, uh, but. You know, Courtney was involved in that, and like I think we're all on the same page that we didn't want it to be super racist and awful. Um, but and 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 the, the 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 discussion went like this: it was like, "Hey, let's call this book the Complete Trog," and we were like, "Ah, that's like that's like using the N word." <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I, and I feel like and I feel like 
the the assertion, whether true or not, that that uh, orcs and trolls are kind of like um, on purpose representations of minorities in our world. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that was it, it just felt really weird to us, and so we we started saying like, hey, listen, we need to take a lot of care. And then like I had a couple of freelancers go like, no, we don't need to take care. We can just totally call these trogs trogs and like blah 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 blah. And I was like, well, I don't want any part of that. Like <laughs> the way the way that you're talking about it, the way that you're like actually. Um, you know, skating close to actual racism yourself as you yeah. talk about like, uh, but yeah, again, I was, I was so surprised was... to be completely wrong, and I really love the book. So, and Cliff's right, like, there's some great writing. So, yeah, I was yeah, totally wrong, and I'm totally book. glad. Yeah, it is. It's not an everyone must have it kind of splat book, but I think if you're just interested in more detail about the world and exploring uh, that, it's a uh, it definitely just adds more interesting shades of color to, to the setting. Yeah, absolutely. The title is a bit um, crass. I will, I will, I will admit that. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's kind of. I think that was kind of the point, though. Yeah, but again, it's fake crass. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and I think Jason actually does a really good point. To your point, Cliff, like Jason actually does a really good point of saying this is not an analog. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a fantasy deal, uh, and they, they don't. You know, any any similarities to real worlds completely um, incidental. Right. Coincidental. But uh, in November, <clears throat> the most recent um, source book, anyway, was uh, Dark Terrors. And um, the, uh, uh, we've, I think a lot of people are still digesting a lot of the stuff from that book. And that was chock full of some pretty amazing stuff, if I do say so. I, I think that's been my um, favorite of the year. And not because of proximity, I don't think. I really think um, that that was... That one was really, really good, full of all the things that go bump in the night in the Shadowrun universe. You know, it, I like how it hit on so many different uh, terrifying, horrific parts of uh, the sixth world. You know, Shadim and, and Bug Spirits and uh, CFD and, and a lot of really major advancements in the lore with, with, in relation to CFD and Neonet and stuff like that. So. And the fall of Neonet. <laughs> yeah, and, and also like criticized for being a magic book. But really wasn't a magic book. Yeah, that criticism I mean, doesn't hold a lot of water. I feel like. I mean, like there's there's Black Lodge, which is kind of magical, but also just, a, and then there's like Bug Spirits, which is kind of like I guess magical, but again, mm -hmm. still not like straight up magic. And then CFD, of course, and then you have uh, uh, Court of Shadow stuff, and then you have uh, Matrix stuff, like Foundation stuff. Then you have Ghouls. I mean, like, like I mean, you can't really get away from having magic in the sixth world well you know what the problem with really... that is it's i think i think that problem is is when people have an idea in their head and they and they it's it's uh they're cherry picking their evidence right so like ghouls is that a magic thing or not is it because hmhvv is is a uh, is an awakened virus does that mean that anything you talk about with ghouls is magic no i don't think so um but uh so yeah same thing i i, I... I mean, if you want to talk about Wuxing, right? Like Wuxing has a lot of magic going on. Is, they, is that a magical corporation? No. Like everyone else, have magic. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Hate is gonna hate. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> suck that, haters. But Neo, Neo, <laughs> I really don't even care. Like I love, I yeah. love the haters too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Neonet did fall though. That was that's a that's a pretty big deal. Um, that is a big deal. And so. another corp rose to take its place. That's a. Well, has it officially risen? I mean, we all see the writing on the wall, but is it? Yeah, yeah, it has. Dark Terrors, I think. Uh, 
what is it? Uh, spin Global. <laughs> spin, uh, spin Red Global. That's right. Yeah. But we still call it Spin Storm. Like, I think, <laughs> I think cool they were, story. it was a little, um, Weasley in the description, it said like, oh, right now it's kind of like holding a seat because who knows what will happen later kind of thing. But, you know, like I said, the writing's on the wall. It's pretty obvious. Um, at least that's the way it read to me, and I may have just misinterpreted it. Well, I guess consider that a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I was talking with Opti about this on the side. I was like, hey, so it reads kind of like spin storm or spin global was set up. It was supposed to be set up in another book, but then it, it wasn't. Oh, you know what? Uh, shoot. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I guess, I guess not because, um, it actually happened off, uh, off camera because, um, what's that book? Uh, street lethal was supposed to be released before, um, dark terrors. Right, so dark, right. Dark Terrors assumes that that already happened. So uh, I guess mild spoiler, not really. It's anyway, okay. Really, like, it already happened. We Don't got, like, worry. Nobody listens to these. So uh... no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gordon is right. Like it, it was dropped, name dropped in Dark Terrors because they got the uh, mm -hmm. the um, uh, golden ticket from JRJ. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like so I said, it's yeah. it's it's heavily insinuated, um, and uh, yeah. Uh, so those are some of the books that have been dropped, but um, I want to I want to take a second. I'm going to do this a couple of times throughout the show so that we, we you know, we got a lot of people here, and I want to keep things moving. But I want to take it aside and and um, personally, uh, Chris, I've never actually spoken to you before. So. Hi. <laughs> so uh, hello, first of all, my name's Bobby. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm I so I'm about to run Shadowrun for the first time next year, and I have mainlined all of your videos as, oh, as well. a as a result. I'm still not prepared. I'm just gonna screw it up instead. I think <laughs> that's yes, the way. That's the way that all of us have done. done. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you uh, running it off camera? or Are you guys gonna be doing a little? Oh, thing? good lord! No, I'm not. I'm not gonna publish my first Shadowrun. Come game. on! Absolutely not. Uh, no, no, it's just, it's, it's actually, well, it's funny because Austin, Crit Squad's GM, he wants to play Shadowrun, and so every day for the last four months, he's like, hey, so, uh, when are you gonna run Shadowrun, Chris? Right. <laughs> hey, as long as your players like having a Shadowrun game, they'll overlook the mistakes. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good to know. They're making um, the exact same mistakes. So, so <laughs> right? speaking, so Chris, speaking of Crit Squad, why don't you, uh, mm -hmm. for those who might be listening to this on various other podcasts or on the stream live and may not have heard of Crit Squad, tell us about Crit Squad. Uh, okay, so Crit Squad is um, like I don't know, actual play plus or something. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, I'm a an audio engineer, and I've done some professional sound design and and such. And hearing things like the Arcology and the Adventure Zone, um, and also wanting to be interested or wanting to get into podcasting, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, wouldn't it be cool if we did an actual play, but then we cut it so that it was a little bit more just like an improvised audiobook with like the sound effects and the music and and all of that. Um, so that's basically what Crit Squad is, is, is we try really hard, you know, stay in character 100% of the time. Right. And unless it's like, it still feels, at least to me when I listen to it, it still feels like an actual play. But but in terms of like the, the ratio of character and story to, you know, seeing through the curtain to us, it's probably 90-10. Like you, you can 
you get a glimpse of us as the performers, but we try really hard to do everything as our characters. And we're just kind of trying to explore and, and see what we can do with a story like that. Like just get the most broken, uh, inexperienced, you know, crappy shadow runners we can get and then see if we can like follow their, their story. Right. Um, you know, with neat sound effects and music because wow them with special effects, I guess. So, so <laughs> I love that style. Um, that's something that I want to, you know, emulate in, in a lot of ways in the future. I've always been interested in that kind of thing. I have a couple of questions for you. How long, first of okay. all, when you have a session, when you sit down and play, um, how long are your sessions? Um, from load in to tail lights, maybe six to eight hours. Wow. That's a, those yeah. are, those are big. How often do you play? Well, um, every four to six weeks usually okay like a session will get us we've started to uh because a, a couple of us have like actual day jobs right. and and uh <laughs> so like uh, john who plays milligram you know he works nine to five and mm -hmm. after a while he was like guys can we not record literally all day when we do so we've been trying <laughs> to record more often um but when we sit down and record we probably get two to three episodes per session sure yeah and how long does it take? So you're doing the editing then? Uh, so Lindsay, who plays Baldy, she does, and, and this is new. This started with like episode, I want to say 21, a few episodes ago. Sure. Lindsay started doing like the dialogue edit. So she goes through and, and basically cuts the story out of our gameplay. Okay. And then I do like the sound design and a polish on that sort of at the same time. And, and then it gets posted. And how long? How long would you say? How many hours does it take to cut an episode altogether? There's probably twelve man hours in each episode. Wow, that's that's um that's a lot of work. Combined or it, each? Yeah. Several hours, <laughs> uh, which is why, like, because I used to do it all myself, and it would take me like two full days to do it. And then right. now Lindsay does it, and she's faster at cutting dialogue than I am. So it's probably closer to like eight total at this point. But sure, sure, that's yeah. um. That's uh, and that's the biggest reason that I haven't gotten into doing that kind of thing. The way I designed my actual plays was I wanted to to get as close to that kind of feel that you're talking about as possible, but with as little work as possible because I'm a, I'm mm. a, I have almost no time to do that kind of thing. So, so I definitely um, I definitely admire the amount of work that's put into those. You guys oh, do awesome. a really great job. Yeah, I think it's worth it. It's just, but it really is. It's like a TV show or something, you're, you're all that sound design, you know, with no picture to it, it's a little easier because we can pick and choose what we do. But yeah, it's time consuming. But at this point, we can't stop doing it. So I'm right. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're committed now. Please stop listening, guys. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, everybody loves it. We hear uh, we hear people talking about it constantly on I uh, people on the discord are always like, "Ooh, it's crit squad day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then sometimes I just disappoint all of right. them. Uh, <laughs> you welcome to that. the club. <laughs> yeah. uh, disappointing people who like you. Great. Right. <laughs> no, uh, ask yeah. Opti, you'll get used to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the question oh, yeah. guilt will gradually <laughs> you, build you, up. You use the tears of the fans to, to make it. <laughs> you know, it, it fuels the edit. Yeah, it right. greases the, the tears of the fans grease the wheels of production. Right. <laughs> so um, as far as product releases, the uh, those are the big, big ones. We've also had um, the rest of uh, Season 7 Shadowrun Missions was released this year over the course of the whole year. Um, some other uh, adventures were released like... Uh, 
like lethal forces. Um, does anybody, did it, does anybody really, and I, I, this is not meant to be a funny question, this is meant to be a serious question. Um, does anybody actually pay attention to when the adventures are released? No, probably not, because they're usually played first at, at Origins and Gen Con. Right. And that's really, it's really where most of the initial excitement happens. Well, well, there's stuff like Ripping Reality and Lethal Forces. They, they aren't oh, you're talking about those, not the missions, you're talking about the adventures. Yes. Oh, sorry, I miss, I misunderstood uh, I, I do. Because I, I feel like I always <laughs> miss that, you know, that 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 those that those happened. Um, because they're they're really undersold, like as far as like uh, marketing, <laughs> like they get stealth released, which I feel right. like is not like the best strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you can see do if... that if you're Beyonce. You can't do that if you're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Catalyst is like, let's hey guys, let's see if we can release this one. And uh, and see if nobody buys it. <laughs> They're playing like a little mini game with themselves, and uh, <laughs> which is which is sad because the one like one of the ones that got released this year, I think it was this year, was False Flag, and I thought that was one of, that was a really great adventure by R.J. Thomas, and like a lot of really cool stuff happening in Denver, and like <laughs> like nobody like it's a lot of really really big. Uh, like uh, meta plot stuff that happens, and like nobody talked about it at all because it was not hyped at all. <laughs> which is like it's too bad. It's a really excellent Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I want to remind a couple of times the chat. If you guys have questions periodically, uh, I'm going to try to grab your questions. Make sure you pre precede them with a bunch of question marks so that I can see them easily and and I'll ask questions uh, throughout the show. I noticed that um uh, some of my fellow casters here are um are uh, doing a really good job of of dis of insulting me and thank you chat room for defending me. Um, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> the uh, Book of the Lost was also released this year. I think that's the uh, the last really big one and uh, all about all about campaign and adventure hooks related to uh, the tarot deck. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'd love to know if anyone in chat has actually run anything to the Six World Tarot. <laughs> Eric Dimash is in the chat. Yeah. He's a Six World tarot master yeah a community community hero um eric demage uh he uh he had a whole project going i think i've talked about it before he had a whole project going back when uh, gen con of 2016 when it was first uh when it was first available they had the limited number of um you know the the gen con release of the tarot deck and he got one of those he was there and he had this whole project going of trying to uncover all the secrets of all the tarot cards um, pretty uh, lofty project. I think he did a lot of really good stuff with that. That was cool. Um, I buy myself that deck for sure. The uh, so so uh, the the one that we haven't heard from much today or this evening, Wolf um, of Deniable Assets. Um, so so let me look at this thing here. So um, you guys uh, you guys have your well first why don't you tell everybody who might not be familiar with Deniable Assets. Tell them a little bit about Deniable Assets. Well we're uh, we're an in character um, kind of an advice informational podcast. Um, the original uh, idea behind it was trying to give new runners in character kind of advice for how to you know break into the shadows and that sort of thing. <laughs> And uh, now it's kind of branched into uh, our Tales series, which is just an ongoing story that we tell each season. And uh, we've got a couple more things coming down the pipeline that are uh, going to evolve the show even further. Yeah, well, tell us about that. So um, 
Clean, my partner, who cannot be here tonight due to, uh, you know, wage slave things. Um, we all he know says hi, that. everybody. Apologizes for not being here. Hey. Um, Hello. But uh, he has started a blog that he is going to be writing little short stories about all of the different characters, um, little tidbits about maybe who they are, little stories that involve them. Um, they may or may not involve Wolf and Clean, but, you know, who really knows? That's kind of his baby. And um, we're also planning on a new series that uh, is going to be similar to our tales, but might not necessarily involve us as characters, but they will be about, we're hoping, 30 minutes in length, and they will be full audio dramas with sound effects, different cast members, different characters, music, the whole nine yards. I like the sound of this. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I feel like we but, get a lot of, uh, we, we've, we're seeing a lot more people um, diving into that, like, like uh, fully, like audio drama, actual play mixes, like, um, and you get some really quality stuff out of that. And I'm just, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see more audio dramas that didn't originate as a as an actual play. I mean, that was previously a very lonely place for my <laughs> for my show to be in. So I'm glad to see other people taking it on and uh, trying it out. Yeah. Well, and that was that was one of the original things that uh, that Clean and I were talking about whenever we very first started the podcast. Was essentially we thought about making it kind of a you know, 1950s style, you sit in front of the radio and it's the story of the week and that sort of thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, th I thought that that was a little bit of a lofty goal to start with. And uh, that's how the regular Deniable Asset show got started. And then as we started kind of taking off a little bit, we started incorporating the Tales episodes and hell, now they're more popular than our regular episodes. Right. Well, very cool, very interesting. I'm really excited to see to about the blog stuff. Uh, I um I, I don't get a chance to listen to a lot of different stuff because of the time commitment, but I can certainly be sitting around uh, on my iPad reading um, uh, stuff. So I'm I'm really interested to to see that. That'll be cool. Um, so what else happened? What are some other things that happened this year? Conventions. Uh, we had Origins and Gen Con, like every year. I actually got to go to both this year. Um. Well, uh, what what did we get? Did we get anything, any kind of releases or anything at Gen Con or Origins or anything that, like we did, like in 2016, I know we got the tarot, but did we get anything like that? This they usually the second print of the tarot. Some book <laughs> that's releasing at Gen Con Origins. I don't remember what it was. This it was cool to see um, some of the board game stuff they were doing. I know uh, Dragonfire uh, seems to be going over really well, but I got to see the. Um, the sprawl ops, uh, some of the prototype stuff they had posted there um, that Dylan Bertolo was working on designing and um, uh, picked up a zero day and a couple other things. Um, but it's good to see Catalyst doing well in the board game side of things. At least I think they are. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, you can't talk about dra everybody gets angry if you talk about Dragonfire. Um, what is it? <laughs> well, and I gotta say, I, I do have this sort of like there, there, there's the burning coal thing that's been going for a long time of like where 
the frag is sprawl gangers. What the hell? I never, you know. I never follow the board game stuff very closely. I play it when they come out, but um, sprawl gangers was that one that they demoed uh, a test of at one point. Oh, we've never seen enough of a demo, really. Um, oh well. And now that Necromunda's come out uh, again, it's basically like there's really no room for it on the market now again. Just so I think it'll just never happen. A shame. I would like it to happen, but, you know, it, it won't. Mm, I don't think that that's too. my prediction. I have no inside information to that effect, and uh, I hope that I'm wrong. I would very likely right. be wrong. As there is, so, I don't know, why don't you start talking about this? It's bumming me out now. Speaking uh, of, yeah. uh, let's talk about something more positive. <laughs> speaking of Origins, uh, Chummer Jim asks, who all here is going to be going to Origins, or is it too early to tell? I know, unfortunately, I will not be going to Origins. I'm really bummed about it, but this year I'm only able to pick one, and for a laundry list of, or maybe not a laundry list, but uh, for for re for certain reasons, I'm I'm I've decided to go to Gen Con instead of Origins. Um, but uh, I wish I could go to both because if I could, I would definitely. On the other hand, like it or not, I'm going to both. I really yeah, like hi. it because I very much like it because that was what. Come on, highlight of 2017 was uh, Damien and Bobby meeting in the flesh and bec mm -hmm. <laughs> becoming one. <laughs> uh, I don't like the sound or was of that. There for this side. I, uh, like I think I was there for this. <laughs> you were uh, asleep. Stephanie came with me to Origins, <laughs> and that was really, really amazing. I got to meet Oz for the first time at Origins, yes. um, and uh, and uh, that was that was really great. But uh, so so Chummer Jim Oz was asking, are you going to be going to Origins next year? I'm going to be doing Gen Con instead. That's what I had to say. I'm I uh, I could only pick one next year. Instead, Well, yeah. there's there's yeah. As well. well, there is no instead. <laughs> I, I would do both, but um, that's going to be the my, around the time of my thirtieth birthday, and I'm going to be doing a big trip to Spain. Ooh, so nice. I can't. I can't. Welcome. Uh, Why would you schedule that during one of the conventions? Because <laughs> that's <laughs> when my birthday is. <laughs> I think you need to have a talk with your parents. Yeah, sounds to me like poor planning <laughs> on somebody's part. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see it a couple months or so anyway, so that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm very oh, yeah, excited about true, that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Johnson, I know we don't even have to ask you. You go to both every year. Yeah. Done. So if I keep that up, and uh, that's the plan this year, too. And I have no intention of ever not going to both. Yeah, you have fun because you, you now bring you now uh, use... Origins is kind of like the family con. You bring your kids and stuff, right? Yeah, we bring the kids to Origins. And it, was a, it was a big deal one for my daughter, who the year before, she discovered the existence of cosplay and so we um we went to the uh, you know two years ago we went to the cosplay contest just to see what what people had and just were blown away by it and had a lot of fun yeah and then uh planned a costume for her this year and she ended up taking second place in the kids category yes that was so awesome and so I, cool. I i was i couldn't i couldn't be there i was really bummed about it because i had to play a missions game with damien um <laughs> and uh great, though. but i was i was really excited it was super cute because you both came uh i dressed up as a security guard and i went out and looked like i was looking around and freaking out and made some creepy sounds or uh and then she snuck out as the five nights at freddy's character uh, marionette and jump scared me and i screamed really loud and high-pitched and fell over yeah uh, that was an improvisation i hadn't planned but it was uh, pretty convincing yeah it, 
it was uh it was it was really cool she seemed really excited she came in uh and and interrupted our game to show to tell us mm -hmm. that um show us her costume and tell us how she did and that was really cool i was uh that was fun uh wolf do you go to origins and or gen con um, we did go to Gen Con this last year. Uh, as it stands right now, I think the plan is to try and do both, mm. but, um, we will have to see. <laughs> did, did I, cause I'm really, I do this. I often meet people and don't know it. Did we meet at Gen Con by any chance? Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great to meet you at Gen Con. I think this last year was the first time we met, wasn't it? Yes. Or am I yes, forgetting a, a previous, was. okay, good. All right. Well, I feel really bad. Direct you are, Bobby. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you'd recognize him if you can now. I'm sure. I I I I usually can. Yeah. I um, I took the time to hang out and chat with him for a while afterwards, and you just blow him off like. <laughs> oh, what? I, mean, oh, okay. I wasn't offended until now, Bobby. Right. I mean, <laughs> the. Uh, the, the ruse was effective. <laughs> Maybe you noticed how uh, how scatterbrained I was while I was there. I'm uh, I'm uh, very I'm very uh, I get so anxious around you know people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but um, next time, make sure you 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 tell me exactly. You make me remember. Um, because I'll be at origin or I won't be at origin. See, you've got me all flustered now. I'll be at Gen Con. Chris, do you go to either of those? I have not been, although um, I've been, uh, I've, friends of mine go to Gen Con every year because they live in Indianapolis. And ever since like we started doing this show, it has been, ever since low these many 12 months, uh, <laughs> I've, I really, really want to get as much of Crit Squad as possible out to, to Gen Con. I don't know if we can do it this year or, you know, 2018, but, but soon. You guys have got to do it. Yeah, I, I very badly want to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the world's worst nerd, and like I only even heard of Gen Con like four years ago. I'm right there with you, actually. Yeah, it was my first con like two years ago, so mm -hmm. yeah. If you're from the Midwest, I mean, you, I, I would imagine you have heard of it a lot more, but uh, yeah, out on the West Coast, there you've got all those shiny, giant, fancy Comic Cons and yeah, yeah, which... fancy, crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm from Michigan, but there's like a Renaissance fair there, and that's about it. Oh, if you're from Michigan, that's like right next door to the birthplace of role-playing games. You have no excuse. <laughs> Mr. Johnson takes been, back I all have, his apologies for you. I have been really <laughs> chastised. Yeah. I apologize. Well, I hope I hope to uh, to to meet you at uh, Gen Con sometime, and I hope even more to remember the encounter. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, now now that I know that it's on the table for you to just completely forget about, you know, people like <laughs> like me, low on the totem pole. Like, right. I don't know. I'll send you away with a signed headshot or something. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. Do. From the ivory tower, it's hard to see the plebeians. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. Let's uh, change the subject. Um. <laughs> Joe, you. I know. I've talked to you before. You. You don't usually get the opportunity, or maybe haven't ever had the opportunity to go to Origins or Gen Con, right? No, I have not yet. Do you have any have plans to do that? Opportunity yet. Uh, one day, if it's financially in the cards. Probably yeah. not this year, but maybe the year after. It's uh, it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely uh, not something that you spur of the moment plan. Yeah. That's experience talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have Definitely you have you learned like your lesson, Wolf? <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. What about, uh, I know Opti, um, you weren't able to make it to Origins last year, but you usually go to both, right? Or you try, you I, want, you try to go to both? Usually do. Yes. Uh, I oh, will be we missed you so much at Origins. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I had, last year I wasn't able to yeah, make like, it, but, um, the, the, but the I last am... gumbo and our Sunday gumbo and everything, we didn't do that either. Hard. Yeah. So, so I'm super looking forward to, um, making it back to Origins again this year. Um, actually taking Mrs. Opti to Origins this year. This will be her first uh, gaming mm, convention. Even more I've bummed I won't make it. Her. Yeah, I've recently converted oh. her uh, to the gaming side, and so I'm pretty excited about that. And then I'll be hooking up with one of my favorite people, Gordon Manger, and uh, it'll be super much fun. Yeah, I got I'm to meet Gordon Manger this past year at Origins. Mm-hmm. I'm bummed I won't get to see him again this no. next year. I will say that if, yes. if your reason for going is just to play games, Origins is where it's at. Um, Certainly, yes. Yeah. Uh, Damien, you've already said, I guess you're going to both, right? So um, yeah, both both Katie and I are uh, are hitting both Katie! of them up this year. Love Katie. Yeah, what the pros do. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, um, Rusty Zimmerman and his wife are going to be at Origins this year for the first time. Yeah, I think Rusty and his wife and you and your wife and Gardemanger and me and Vox are all getting a house together for the week. So wow. <laughs> yeah. And Gardemanger is is uh, promising to cook and and make con- mm-hmm. cocktails. And uh, smoke cigars with us, and so like I feel like maybe I won't even go to Gen or go to Origins. I'll just stay at the. <laughs> and have like a camera crew and do like a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you'll be po- too full to be able to even get out of the house. If Gardemanger's so uh, cooking, if Gardemanger's <laughs> cooking, we'll we'll be crashing that. I yeah. promise you. I promise you right now. Yeah, Damien and Katie, are you guys staying with us too in the house? Or we uh, other yeah, uh, we'll crash that. I mean, we haven't made any arrangements, so uh, we'll sleep in the bathtub or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so um, speaking of uh, speaking of things that happened this year, Mr. Johnson, we we started a little thing called the Shadowcasters Network this year. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like let us team up and start doing some things we wouldn't be able to do if we were just kind of doing our own things. Yeah, it, it's like three million Facebook messages a day. Kind of makes it seem like it's been going on a lot longer. Than right? so long. <laughs> uh, that's my fault. Uh, <laughs> it is. one hundred percent, Bobby Ball. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, well, Bobby, you, you mentioned this about your relationship with uh with oz and stuff but like i feel like the same way with the Shadowcasters and and your group like there's something about um i don't know like the 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 way everyone clicks and the the way that all of this stuff works together it just it makes it feel like it's always been this way yeah well <laughs> you know maybe it uh, going into business together will will force you to do that and that's that was the motivation i needed some friends so i figured the only way that i could do that <laughs> Was to, to get trap them legally. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you legally bound to be my friend? Yeah. Snuck the claws in there. But no. In all seriousness, that's been a really exciting thing for us this year. We had a whole uh, lead up to it. It was a uh, we. All of us have been working on that since January. Like literally the entire year, we've been working on it. Um, making plans for it. We announced it at Origins in 2017. Uh, we had like a secret dinner with Oz to see if uh, he would be willing to 
to uh, partner with us in, in sort of a partnership kind of capacity and work with us on that. And um, we had a we had a whole fundraiser between Origins and Gen Con. We had a 36-hour streamathon where we streamed for 36 hours straight uh, various content, most of it Shadowrun related, but some other stuff. And um, that was crazy. Um, and uh, and it's been a whirlwind. It's been really fun and way hard. I already I already had thought it would be hard, but it's been way harder than even I thought it would be. So much work um, that we all get into and uh this where we are right now twitch um has been a big part of that that we didn't anticipate would be such a big part of it um but it's been been really fun one big thing that people don't get to hear a lot about and i think we should talk about it a good bit in fact i should like take a a timestamp here so that we can tell people hey we're talking about this and if you want to learn about shadowrun missions online the beta that we're working on this is where you can this listen to this episode and go straight to this point because uh, we've we've unfortunately been um, a little quiet about it. But uh, but but Cliff, we're working on this thing called the Shadowrun Missions Online Venue that we're building, right? Yeah, it's been in closed beta um, since the uh, well, I guess we launched it post Gen Con, <clears throat> and um, it's. It's had its ups and downs and the learning curve with us uh, arranging this sort of thing, uh, but I think we've got a good system going, and I'm really looking forward to getting that opened up to the general public. I think we're really close, but I, I feel like saying that is um. <laughs> that was like uh, that was checks that then Bobby has to cash by uh, programming the website stuff that will make it work. <laughs> right, absolutely. First, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Hey. Um, Damien just gifted, oh, gifted Gen, Gen Tonic uh, subscriptions. How nice Yay. of you, Damien. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So nice. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so, so for those who might be listening to this and hearing about it for the very first time, um, the Shadowrun Missions Online, the whole goal of that thing is to say... The idea is, I love how Cliff has described it in the past. The I'd idea, say, but who's got a microphone pointed at their loud keyboard? <laughs> that's it's Opti. That's Opti. What? No, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he like casually put his. Uh, he was like, "I'm not typing." <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, Shadow Emissions Online thing. The whole idea is that it's. Uh, imagine going to a place like Origins and, and Gen Con that that we have been talking about and everybody plays a ton of missions there um at the at the convention there and if a lot of people can't make it there they can't get to a convention to play those types of missions in that capacity and everything so we thought wouldn't it be a great thing to do to sort of create a venue where uh official you know like um uh, catalyst demo team members would all the games would be played online and they would be missions games and they would be played by demo team members catalyst demo team members yeah, the, they would be official the super short elevator pitch is it's a year-round game convention for shadow and missions but played online exactly and the so like it count it would count towards your character could could build and develop just by playing missions and whatnot online instead of having to be at a convention and um and we wanted to create a venue, a very organized, easy-to-use venue where you could go onto a website and see what games people are offering um, that, again, are being play, uh, run by demo team agents. And, um, and I'm, 
Go ahead. I want to say I'm really excited that that one of our uh, the people we've attracted to um, join as a GM and actually who's helped us out a lot with uh, some of our behind the scenes work, uh, Florian. Uh, some people might know as Quatar, or however you would pronounce it on Discord. Um, he's a, a from Europe and uh, he's willing to run some games. And we have, uh, of course, uh, Francis, uh, who whose voice you've heard is as Canis. I'm sure um, he's running some games. So I love the idea of having more chances for people uh, who are in other you know, non-US friendly time zones having a chance to play some games too online. Yeah, yeah. also getting to meet all of those GMs and kind of like that community starting to build so like when you take those characters from online to a convention like say if you do you know you get to meet all those people that were running games for you online and you get to keep developing your character with them too yeah and of course these are all official Shadowrun missions run by catalyst demo team agents so the characters you play you can take them to a convention or a game store game if you've got one of those nearby that you can attend like some people do that right right not many people i know um and go and take them online and, and back and forth. It's all just the same system. Right. And so where we are with that, so so people have been asking, uh, we're in the middle of the beta, we're testing some things. We've got a whole uh, system set up. Uh, it uses Roll20 as the virtual tabletop, but in sort of just a shared um, space for, for everybody just to hang out. Um, it, it, the way we use that is mostly for GMs to uh, have an organized way to be able to run games easily. Um, the, uh, the, uh, we're, we're, we're testing in the middle of testing our signup system, um, f- online, um, and, and that's going well so far. Um, soon we're going to be moving towards, um, making those tickets official, uh, like, uh, purchasable tickets and whatnot. Uh, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we're really excited about it. And it's, it's going a little bit slower than we anticipated. That's why people have been asking a lot about it um, and, and not hearing Yeah, and it. I haven't exactly been talking about it publicly much. We've been communicating to the, the people who are part of the closed beta. But and another thing is it's part of it is we've had, you know, a lot of the people who were, who were signed up for the beta just weren't signing up for missions, uh, signing up for the sessions. So I think a lot of those were just people who were excited to make it happen mm-hmm. and uh, contribute to the fundraiser, but nece- didn't necessarily have the time to be directly involved in helping us test it. So we've actually opened up the, uh, the beta to anyone who is a Patreon supporter of any of the core shows on the Shadowcasters network, which is a Six World podcast, Join the Anarchy, Arcology podcast, Violent Life, and Neo Anarchist. Mm-hmm. Um, if you support any of those podcasts via Patreon, you're invited to join the beta. Also, if you subscribe to our uh, Twitch channel, uh, we will invite you to join the beta as well. And that's yeah. that's kind of uh, given some new life to the beta group, and we've gotten more stuff scheduled, and it's brought us closer to being able to say, hey, I think this is working. Uh, maybe we can let more people in on this. <laughs> Yeah, very soon we want to move it to an open beta, and open beta where anybody can help us test it out. And as soon as we're ready to do that, you guys will uh, will make tons of public announcements and talk lots about it and stuff like that. So uh, really excited about that. We got started with that. Hopefully, when we're doing this next year, we're going to be talking all about how much of a success the launch. Is. That's really cool. And if you're interested in joining the beta, all you have to do is back one of our one of the Patreons or or all of them. That'd be fine too. Right. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel. Right. It's uh it's just a way for us to sort of gate that so we don't have it's it's an easy way for us to find people. Um so 
convention so we talked about conventions that happened this year we talked about some releases that we get what about some of the things that we didn't get this year that we were either hoping or or expecting to get uh first one i think of is street lethal we were supposed to get street lethal you guys you guys familiar with uh is, is everybody familiar or maybe i should just s- explain it anyway because people listening might not know um street lethal is the source book that is an anticipated source book it's coming out it is coming out and it's supposed to be uh focused more on um like like weaponry and security procedures and i think there's going to be like stuff highlighting different um uh, mega corporate security procedures and their uh, security guards i think we're finally getting like a bunch of different statted guards isn't that right opti hmm. Uh, I couldn't speak to that, but I do know that for fans of Narcoject, the company, you're going to get a lot. Of, you're going to get more of them than you ever than you ever want. <laughs> uh, I didn't even realize it was a company. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it is. Wow. wow. Yeah. I even wonder why why in the first three editions that like you could buy a Narcoject pistol, right, and then all of a sudden you couldn't, and you just had to use Narcoject like the toxin. Right. Well, wait. Is there like know. a lore reason for why this happened? There is now. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. I as love far it. as you're concerned, yes. So Nar- Narcoject has been upping their game, and like they've branched out into other non-lethal weapons, and so we're gonna get all of that. So they're finally the they're finally making more than the one thing. Yeah, that was my that was my contribution to Street Lethal. I was like, you know what? I hate I hate gun porn. So how about this instead? How about I how about I write up Narcoject? It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I had a really good time. <laughs> Gentonic, Mr. Johnson, Gentonic asks in the chat, Mr. J, I just started listening to the Patreon pirate campaign. Love it. When do we get a t-shirt that says uh, Chartreuse is hungry? Oh, that's a good one. We should totally have a Chartreuse t-shirt. We should definitely have more just fun t-shirts up there relating to stuff that's happened in the various actual play campaigns we've done. Because I know Carrie has definitely suggested we need a Damn it Cliff t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And no. we certainly need some sort of like a default to pistols shirt with Maverick or something. But yeah, we. Um, I just I'm not a visual artist, so I haven't gotten around to putting anything together. Yeah, and I just draw stick figures. Um, we need a No Mercy Percy shirt too. Oh yes, <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, I uh, we did uh, talk about an idea for a uh, uh, what was it a Geek the Mage sort of shirt like uh, the general like the saying. And um, I, 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 I sketched up a stick figure idea for that. And uh, we want to do more on the store, but effort. Yeah, I've got some weird <laughs> ideas, but like a lot of my attention's been on the Shadow Admission stuff and yeah. uh, some other things. So many projects that we're all involved in, so it's kind of hard to... And then we're constantly trying to just improve them. So it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to get to all of the other little... They're not little things, but you know what I mean? Like the extra outlier stuff that would just... I think that's going to be fun. Gentonic, thank you for that image. Um, Also, this is behind the scenes, I guess, but um, I have a background in graphic design and print design, too, so if you guys want to send me your stick figure ideas and stuff, no guarantee I'll get to it any faster than you would, but I might be able to uh, come up with something for stuff like that. Making contact Down the line. Yeah, <laughs> this is really Take just a networking players. session that yeah. uh, everyone else is you privy fool. to. You never volunteer for anything in regards to us. <laughs> I, I yeah. figure if and I couch so it with a promise career. to delay it, uh, yeah. And yeah. Good idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. He never made it out. 
One of the <laughs> one of the other things that we didn't get this year was the Technomancer book. Um. <laughs> net. Wait, I thought the I thought the topic was things we were expecting. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is what we didn't get this year. Street well, Lethal. I do believe that a certain someone who was involved in the pipeline did say that we'd get a Technomancer book most likely by the end of this year. So, and it did not happen. Whatever. You know, what? as much as I like Technomancers, I don't care. Feel hey, the pain of what? rigors. Feel hey, it. Guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil <laughs> something here. Ready? Here we go. You're never ever gonna get a fifth edition Technomancer book. Bum, bum, bum. But you will get an advanced matrix with a lot of Technomancer in it. Yeah. Ha! Yeah. Ah. Um, yeah, we did hear that. Uh, I know that I spoke to Jason Hardy on the on the show, and and, and uh, he said he said we would be getting that, and um, so that's exciting. That's going to be happening next year. Um, Joe, hi yes. Joe. <laughs> Um, so your uh, your show, Relative Dimension. Tell people who might not be familiar with it what exactly, what is Relative Dimension? I know it's an actual play, but you do some other stuff too, right? It is an actual play. Uh, besides that, I run a website where I have a movie resource list. I have a going list of the podcasts that are Shadowrun related, and a few that aren't. <laughs> yes, you I, doing that has basically like stopped me from bothering to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I at one point I was doing Facebook a daily this year in Shadowrun or this day in Shadowrun, but it was so time consuming to I did the look same up thing everything. On, yeah, I did the same thing on Twitter when I first started uh, the YouTube stuff. I did a this day in Shadowrun history on on Twitter, and it got man, it got no, tiring. I ended up going to work, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm three days behind. Oh, man, yeah. I, what happened to my time? Right. Um. My podcast started out as classic modules because I had inspiration from Hidden Grid and most of my players had no Shadowrun experience. So I decided to start in the 50s and work my way up through the lore. But we are so far behind the recordings and the releases. I think I'm my latest release of the our classic now is two from two years ago. Oh, wow. So I decided that we were going to start a new one so I could stay current on the releases. And that is... Van Vatican sanctioned Shadowrunners hunting artifacts and religious relics. That is really exciting. <laughs> do, do they work for and the Pope? Yes. Indirectly, but yes. <laughs> they have well, a go-between. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, f I feel like you I feel like it's it's gotta the Pope's gotta be in there somewhere. He will probably make an appearance as to whether or not anybody recognizes him at first because, you know, he's probably going to be in disguise when it happens. Monsignor Johnson. He's been a, yeah. he's been a street <laughs> samurai all along. He's just been slumming it as a street, as a shadow runner yeah. or babysitting a team. <laughs> we just started. We are uh, on Christmas break. Our next session should be in a week or two. Uh, we'll be our, our third session in. They are currently in the Ukraine because some uh, bodily remains of St. Joseph has, has disappeared from a church, and they are sent to recover him. Wow. Awesome. Uh, in uh, the chat room, Ninja Leora asks, and I'm actually not I'm not sure what he's referring to, and I'm, I'm wondering if it has to do with you, Joe. He says, more null sect in the future? Uh, that's a Dark Terrors reference. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't read that section. I didn't read that section of the, of the foundation. Uh, I had a hand in that. I had a hand in cleaning up some, like another writer had to, wrote something and then had to fail out. So I wrote some null sex stuff. 
just to kind of clean up uh, his idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything introduced in Dark Terrors, you can bet you'll see again. Cool. Sorry to interrupt you, Joe. Continue on. Vatican stuff is happening. Yep. Um, besides that, people can, I do try to stream Monday nights. Uh, lately, we've been competing with Join the Anarchy, but it's there. Uh, people can hop in and suggest uh, places to go, things to see, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. When? Do, how? What time do you go, and how long do you stream for? Uh, we usually start at around eight p.m. Eastern and go till eleven to midnight ish. One of our players is in Florida, and he uh, teaches with the kids so he has to be up early so he sets our end time sure. usually sure yeah mm -hmm. i can relate um but cool cool um so we we keep skirting around predictions for next year we talked a lot about what happened this year and uh, we are talking about what's going on with our shows this year as periodically throughout the thing but with shadowrun in general um what's coming in 2018 what do we know about first we know street lethal's coming um but <laughs> Uh, we have everybody keeps talking about it, and we've got the man himself. Um, better than bad, the hooding book is going to be coming in next year. Yeah. How excited are yeah. you about that, Opti? I my excitement is is unmitigated. That is like the first thing that I ever I, I had to have one conversation with Jason Hardy. We were on our way first time i ever met him at origins like three years ago and um or actually it was i guess it was like right after i became a freelancer and i was on my way up to the freelancers meeting um at origins at gen con because i have little meetings like that and um and the, i cornered him in in an elevator and i said we need a a hooding or a neo-anarchist book like and i i'll do anything you know just tell me what i need to do and I'll make this happen and i just wouldn't let it go and he's like okay how about this so like we kind of made like a little unholy pact in an elevator, and uh, and three years later, like we're getting this book, so I'm pretty effing excited about it. <clears throat> so yeah, it's all better better than bad. It's all about hooding and like the um, the good guy side of being a shadowrunner, if there is such a thing like good guy, you know, in this world. But I guess better than bad is the way we. Yeah, I was I was recently talking to uh, Brooke Chang uh, about that book on the Six World podcast. Brooke. Yeah, Brooke Brooke's is awesome. great. We had a lot of fun talking to her. And she, um, she got me really excited about some of the, you know, about that book, kind of addressing some of those those deeper philosophical questions about about why we shadow run and and stuff like that. So, I'm really excited. Brooke and I have the uh, lion's share of that book. We're like, we're like doing an awful big chunk of it. Yeah, um, we got it. Me, me and, and Cassie have to get Scott you. <clears throat> yeah, me and Cassie got to get you and Brooke on the show to talk about that when it comes out. I've never talked to Brooke in person. That'd be. Well, I guess I still wouldn't have. I never had a. I have I have Facebook conversations with Brooke like every day, but I've never actually talked with her in person. Yeah. In, well, I keep saying in person, but I mean is I've never talked to her. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook right. We're also getting uh, supposed to be getting a Matrix book, a Matrix Advanced Matrix book next year. Yep, that should be that should please a lot of people. I've been and hearing that for years. We're still going to. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I, I never say things that are coming unless they're coming. Yeah, Jason so Hardy did say on our show, he's the one who told me that it's coming next year. So I, I think that's about as, as good as you can expect to get of a definite kind of, this is happening. And yeah, you're going to get Street Lethal 2. Uh, you're going to get Chicago Chaos. 
which is the second uh, Anarchy book. Yes. It's, um, yes. It's got a whole bunch of different missions and um, new shadow amps and and all sorts of cool new stuff for Anarchy, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where I have to stop. Although I would say um, that if you like neo anarchist stuff, then uh, then then. 2018 is going to be even bigger for you than just better than bad. Yeah, and the, but the neo let's let's talk about uh, the anarchy thing for a second. That's that's not a small thing to to like like we were told just at the end of this year. Jason Hardy talked to us and said, "Hey, no guys, we saw how excited you guys were about anarchy." I'm looking at you, Oz. Uh, we saw yeah. ex how excited <laughs> you guys were about anarchy, and we've heard it. And we're gonna make more stuff like and and that was a big deal because when it when it came out, they straight up said, "Nope, this is just a one-time thing. We're not gonna do it. Like we're not gonna continue to develop this. Um, here, we want you to enjoy it. Here, enjoy it." Um, but uh, it was so well received, I guess, that they 180'd on that and said, "Nope, we're gonna do more of it." You, and so so that's a good segue to Oz. Um, Oz, you do a show on Twitch every other week called join the anarchy and um, tell us about that okay so uh for the uninitiated we're a um an interactive completely improvised shadow and anarchy so we use the shadow and anarchy system which is the more narrative uh plot point system that just came out last year and we started the campaign and we have um we run it live on Twitch, and anybody in chat starts throwing out ideas. And if we like the ideas, we get rewarded with um, the plot points, which is like the narrative economy in the game that helps us do more ridiculous things. And um, and we just build the story. I come to the table with nothing planned, and uh, it's, it's worked out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's uh, impressed finished... me the most, Oz, is that uh, not only has it worked out, and I've I've said before, uh, to you and, and to other people that I do not envy you as a GM um, having to on the fly take not just ideas that pop up in your head but take ideas that people are just throwing at you and uh, having to incorporate them but not only has it worked out but you've managed to you and your cast we've got to give them a lot of credit um, they you guys have managed to not just have like silly not only silly one-offs every time and they are silly and fun but you've you've managed to weave a very like like emotional and complex uh plot and characters and and interpersonal relationships and everything made people cry yeah yeah that one episode um yeah, no, and it's, you know, the, the secret is always, you know, you just listen to it and you listen for the plot holes and then you're like, I need to figure out how to justify this later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that's, um, it's, it's been fun. We've ha most of you have been on the show already um, as guests. So, uh, yeah, and, and yeah, so we just finished our first season. You know, we wrapped up that plot and now we're just going to start completely fresh in 2018 new set of characters same cast so it's kind of like american horror story or like those anthology kind of series so um yeah and i'm, I'm excited to see what the next campaign's going to be about because i have no idea it's all in chat's hands right um yeah yeah and also um but before we start campaign two which um so so here's the other thing um one thing I want to say is if you want to join, if you're listening to it, to this and you're like, oh, that sounds like a cool show. Um, 
but I don't want to listen to Join the Anarchy season one. You don't have to. It's okay. We're just going to start completely fresh. Just hop into season two. I'm doing like a full rebrand of our logos and like everything. And I just I want to like, I just want to start completely new. And um, and yeah, let's let's see how that goes. And before we do that though, so that's going to start in March. And then before that, we're going to be doing um, a four episode short arc set in the Sealy Court. Um, which I will not be GMing. I'm handing those reins over to Scrim, um, who's one of our players, because I know that she's fantastic at fantasy um, and court intrigue. They played, um, she's GM'd Pathfinder for me before, and it yep. was probably one of the best sessions I've ever played in, or best arcs. Um, so I'm excited to see what she does with the, uh, with the Court of Shadows metaplot, which I don't think has really ever been showcased on any actual playbook. And it's so important to the meta plot these days, it seems, <laughs> with every release that comes out, that it, you know, let's give it, let's give it some some airtime, right? Right. That um, that's gonna be really cool. I'm excited to to uh, <laughs> f- I'm excited for you for that. Pretty cool. Um, let's uh, I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to 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 talk about their shows, uh, Mr. Johnson. Um, as if you need. Uh, I, f- I feel like everybody knows who Mr. Johnson is, but tell us, uh, some people might not. So tell us about your show, The Arcology Podcast. You're For, muted. First, you're going to want to unmute your microphone. Yes, yes, I turned the mic down <laughs> so when I got up to go. That's right. That was a responsible thing to business. do. So, so um, yeah, um, I've been podcasting about Shadowrun for a while, I guess a little over four years. We have uh, episodes where we talk about Shadowrun and more frequent and regular episodes where we have an actual play release that's been pretty popular. Um, and, uh, yeah, we podcast about Shadowrun and do stuff on Twitch now with the Shadowcasters Network. It's been lots of fun. Yeah. Everybody, you've um, been around. Have you... You and Opti, I think, among all of us, are competing for, of us here, who have been around the longest. Have you been around uh, longer than the Neo-Anarchist? Yeah, Opti came out before any of our episodes did, by I think a couple of months or so. So so tell us, Opti, about the Neo-Anarchist podcast. Tell us, who is Opti, and what is the Neo-Anarchist podcast? Neo-Anarchist podcast is a in-character retelling or information dump on the history of the sixth world. Um, and it is told by Opti, the uh, neo-anarchist, uh, crazy raven shaman, uh, who just yells a lot and, and assumes that you're, you know, caring about what he has to say. Uh, so yeah, we're up to uh, 2073 now in the middle. We have two episodes and I have a script for the next one coming up. Uh, and then every once in a while, he'll stop and um, break into song and, uh, sing songs about the sixth world that's pretty much that's pretty much what we're doing <laughs> tell stories about the past and sing songs uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's working out it's real <laughs> it's real folksy <laughs> <laughs> you know i like it uh, I, I will say this like I, I my my entire trajectory for doing the podcast was like i want to influence the world i want to like you know get in and, and be a part of this world and i thought it would just stop at the podcast and i thought you know, like 10 years from now, people will look back and go like, hey, remember that Opti guy who did that thing? Wasn't that really cool? And instead, like, I just kept leveraging it up and leveraging it up. And then now I'm like getting to write the stuff. And so now I don't think, you know, anyway. I yeah. Spend, how cool I is that? I time doing the podcast. It, it's cool, except for like when it's not like, you know, because I spend a lot of my time writing now and, I, and the podcast, you know, um, you know, what I mean, like when I get them out, like anyway, 
I will say <laughs> that... I spend so much time telling people how sucky I am at podcasting now. Well, <laughs> here's I'm the thing. Sharon, but, like, all the stuff that I wanted to do, like the return of Blackstar and, like, the new, the increased focus on hooding, I mean, that's all stuff that, like, I told myself that I wanted to do. And, and it's right. Like, that's, You're that's doing important it. things. I think so. I want to say it's super cool that you are getting the chance to influence the world in the ways that you want. But it's also pretty amazing that, like, anytime anyone posts on a Facebook or Twitter or something like, hey, uh, how do I get into Shadowrun with all this lore and stuff? Uh, like, it's not just me that says, well, the best resource ever is the Neo Anarchist podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to, I have to, like, go. Uh, yeah, I tell people that all the time, too. I see that online. I'm like, I'll be in my Because it just, it just gives me every time. <laughs> yeah. The uh, it's um well one of the great things that, that you're doing. I would add the intro of the um, Anarchy Rulebook has a really concise uh, setting intro, but yes, yeah, that, well, th that's the best written, and then the best ever is the Neo Anarchist podcast. Well, one of the great things that you've done with the Neo Anarchist podcast is that it's it's history, right? So it's it's kind of timeless, um, and and it can continue to be a resource for people. Um, no matter new to Shadowrun or not. So so that's really great. You've done a public service. I live to serve. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, you don't just do stuff with uh, the Neo Anarchist podcast. You're also involved with uh, another podcast of which people, we don't have, uh, well, you're, you're here to sort of represent it, and it's kind of not, anyway, The Hidden Grid. Um, uh, yeah, we should, we should talk about The Hidden Grid. Um, so... The Hidden Grid was actually around before the Neo Anarchist podcast. It was around before the Arcology. It was around even yeah. before uh, Critical Glitch. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it was kind of like the first dedicated Shadowrun podcast. Um, and that was back when uh, Derek Zended was doing it. Um, and then uh, season two came around and uh, and Justin or Null Operations took over. And was, that was kind of like the classic era where... Um, they were doing the uh, the actual play before anybody was doing actual play. They were doing actual plays, right? <laughs> um, which I thought was was really great. Uh, and then they stopped uh, mostly because of time management issues. Not time management. That made it sound crappy. Just because of time issues. Right. Um, and then both Derek and Justin said, like, "Hey, we want to play. Opti, would you, you know, run this as a GM?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Like so these guys, like I, you know, part of the, some of the reasons I got into podcasting. So I was like, yeah, yeah, let me do that. So we did that. We had a great time. Uh, Garda Manger, who's in the chat, uh, plays with us or played with us. Um, and basically, one of our one of our uh, family on the Hidden Grid ended up uh, having surgery and was just out for a very long time. Um, and during which time, uh, oh, and Jules, I don't know, if Jules is in the chat too. Uh, but Rainbow Smite, Jules Watts, um, she was playing with us, too, on the Hidden Grid, that, that actual play game. Um, so anyway, we, we got to be really good friends and family in that in that way. Uh, but when, when Justin ended up having um, eye surgery and he was out for a long time, uh, Zen and Jules went off and uh, started doing their own podcasts, and they're doing great at them, by the way. They're not necessarily Shadowrun podcasts, but they're uh, general gaming and, and pretty awesome. Seize the GM uh, is, is one that they do, and I can't remember when uh, Jules is off the top of my head. Um, somebody's going to remind me. Six degrees off normal or something like six, that? 
Yes, six degrees off the oh, wall. I think that's right. I was gonna say Legends of Earth Dawn, maybe. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we should talk about that too. We should talk about that too. Anyway. I haven't actually released any of those with, with her in it yet. No, I think I have. Never mind. Sorry. Go on. So, so five degrees off normal. That's it. Thank you. Uh, Sorry. Uh, so, give her one extra. So, degree. essentially, essentially, what's happening now is that we've been we've been on hiatus for so long um, that I finally sat down with the other guys and I was like, Hey, what's what's the What's the deal? Like, where are we going with this? Because I, what we were doing is going through all of the um, the old classic adventures. You know what I mean? Like the first edition classic adventures. We were set in the 2050s. Uh, and Opti was was actually um, just about to hop in as a as an actual character. And so I was able, I was going to um, be able to play Opti as a PC in a 2050s game, which I thought was just freaking awesome. Um, but it doesn't look like the Hidden Grid is going to be back in that form anytime soon. And so um, I guess I'll just take this this time to announce something special for the next year. And that is um, Opti and Gardemanger, uh, along with another uh, three or four people in a cast, are going to be starting a new podcast um, sometime next year, early uh, next year, hopefully. Um, and I think our GM is going to be, do you want to do it, Mr. Johnson, or do you want me? I think you just did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just did. Yeah, so Mr. Johnson, uh, Cliff is going to be our GM. He's going to be our GM for that. Except um, I say that, except he's going to be what we're calling our our default GM, um, because we're actually going to be bringing in other GMs uh, to run uh, those first edition games that, like you know, that they really care about. So, for example, Rusty Zimmerman has told us that he's going to come in and run um, Dragon Hunt and uh, Elven Fire uh, for us. Um, and so that's going to be super fun. And I'm trying to get Bull to come in. He he promised me a long time ago that he was going to run um, a Universal Brotherhood uh, run for us. And so it's going to be it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, that's what we're that's what we're thinking. About. We were going to take what we were going to do on the Hidden Grid and and move that um, that energy into something else. Right. So don't, yeah. So don't new, don't new, um. Opti sent me this message. that was like, hey, um, I need <coughs> someone to GM this new podcast thing that i'm doing here's the i idea. didn't ask i, I like, didn't ask mr johnson i said hey do you I was know like, of anybody uh, right i do but me maybe <laughs> right so Best, so d- don't uh don't 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 step over what should be the lead here which is that that um that these this this the whole conceit of this thing is that you're running through all the old um adventures right <clears throat> right, which is that that's and that's why it kind of ties in because it's it's a little bit in character because Oppie's going to be there and it's those old adventures which um, while they're sometimes mentioned on the the Neo Anarchist podcast, I mean you really never get the sense for them, you know, uh, until you've kind of listened in or, or played through them. So yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be doing all the old adventures. So if you ever wondered like what um, you know the Universal Brotherhood was all about or. Uh, what bottle demon you know uh, was all about or you know that kind of stuff that's, that's yeah i'm really excited about that because it's a i think it's going to be a really fun um fun uh a way to connect with those stories that there's a there's a lot of lore in those old yeah so that's really cool i'm really happy to hear that um the uh we we saved the best for last and that's uh the sixth world po- no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> the uh, violent life, Damien. Damien, we um, you, you 
lots of people you've been do, you've been around doing stuff with with the Violent Life podcast for a long, long time with um with uh, Vendetta Violent and everything and 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 do tell us a little bit about that stuff. But I want to hear you've got some you've been doing some really amazing stuff this year with uh with an actual play. You got you jumped into an actual play for the first time this year. Yeah, yeah. We started originally off just doing uh kind of like five minute audio drama blogs from uh, the the point of view of a a rock star slash shadow runner and uh and did a few informationals and that kind of thing and well while we were just trying to find our i guess our identity um over the last year i believe in april we started uh tales from the stuffer shack which was kind of a an ambitious but yet uh, irreverent uh a game where it was essentially uh the life of two clerks in a stuffer shack one of them uh, being uh here on the show oz and also my co-host on six world podcast cassie levitt pretty much and they're just trying to make their way through uh through life as uh as uh you know employees of uh of the stuffer shack and it's uh it's been a hell of a lot of fun and we we plan on uh, still taking it to some very interesting places. This was supposed to be Stuffer Shack Day, so um, I'm doing this instead of releasing that show. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I mean, like that has been amazing, and uh, and I'm I'm really glad that people seem to really dig it. They really but, do. Uh, yeah. But uh, also, we were able to finish off the first season of Redmond Born this year. And uh, and that was uh, that was a hell of a, a a great thing for the. It felt really good to be able to do, and uh, start uh, coming in. Uh, I think I've got it slated for February. Uh, season two of Redmond Morn will be coming, and it's gonna kind of. I haven't said anything about it until this point. At the, like right now, uh, it's gonna be a, essentially a year after Redmond Born ended, and it'll still be following Samara, and the Hidden, and. Uh, and kind of taking uh, taking the things uh, up, you know, up ten steps sure. from where it was before. Redmond Born, for those who don't know, it's an audio drama, right? Yeah, it's a audio drama. They drop in just about fifteen minute, uh, um, fully fully casted, um, essentially stories. Uh, professionally voice acted. Yeah, professionally voice acted. Uh, and narrated by by me, unfortunately, but um, but yeah, they they uh, they're pretty much what is my well, kind of my pride and joy about what I do right now. Uh, yeah. As 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 I've loved telling the story, and it's just been it's been a hell of a trip. I got to voice act in one. I'm no professional, but I got to do one an early on episode of character, and it was fun. Yeah, the first episode actually. Was it the first one? I uh, I had fun doing that. Um, so that's really exciting. Tales from the Stuffer Shack. I love the idea of that show. It's just like, um, not only are you guys, you guys are using anarchy, right? Yes. Um, not yep. only do I love that because it kind of lets you be able to focus on the story, but I love the idea. I loved it as soon as you told me about it, Damien, before you actually did it. I love the idea of just telling a story, not from Shadowrunner's perspective, but like these people. It's almost like a... It's a, it's almost like a sitcom, right? It's a it's a situational kind of like you're in this one place all the time and just like like let's look at what happens to these people as these crazy characters come in and out of this stuffer shack like as as you know like you just imagine how Shadowrunners just will bust into stuffer shacks and do crazy things and and you want to tell the story from the perspective of those clerks that are in the stuffer shack and and what kind of crap that they have to go through all the time. I love the concept, and it's been a blast. And the other side of the counter and food yeah. fight. 
Right. Yes. There, are, there are real people behind the counter, okay? I'm going to clean Screaming. that mess up. That really is that really is the perfect pitch, right? It's uh let's tell the story from the other other side of the counter from the food fight encounter that everybody's familiar with, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, hell, hell that's what we kind of led into the series with, so. Yeah. So what is the best cleaner to use to clean up a pink fizzy meat product? You can never get that out. Yeah, and, and you don't want to ask this guy anyway because Augustus never clean. cleans a damn thing. So, <laughs> no, uh, I was putting someone else up to it. Right, I manage. It's he the foaming blue cleaning product. The foaming blue cleaning product. Got yeah. it. Yeah, because <laughs> blue is better for cleaning. Yeah, Noted. I'll pass that along to my associate who I delegate to. <laughs> right. I know Cassie loves it Maybe too. She 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 talks about it all the time. Cassie loves being on that show. Do you guys? Uh, for a while, I know you were having guest people play. Do you still do that? Occasionally, we have a guest come through. Uh, uh, pretty much every every fourth or fifth episode, uh, we end up bringing somebody in, which uh, which is uh, which is fun. And uh, I do want to have somebody in from Crit Squad. Oh! Oh, really? Oh, God! Somebody. That would be amazing! What a great idea! <laughs> I know. I, I heard you get something. I heard you get something caught in your throat over there, Chris. Uh. Yeah, no. I, I had some popcorn earlier, and it's just like. <laughs> you know? Funny, funny thing about this show is that I originally was very reluctant to do it. Uh, I kind of doubted uh, GMing. I, I didn't know if another actual play would kind of really be welcome on the the scene, and but I'm really glad that I that I have because. My players just blow me away every yeah. single session. So. I actually asked to be on uh, Tales from the Stuffer Shack, but I think Oz and Damien both refused to let me because I'm so... No, no, no. Because I'm so busy all the time. You guys were like, I don't think it's a good idea for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I exactly said that. I was like, no, I don't think so. Right. It's a friendship <laughs> refusal. Right. You don't you don't want to do that to yourself. This That's... is a shadow run intervention. We yeah. need to have some of those on cliff, I think. Yeah, no kidding. I'm I'm hearing that you're gonna be a uh, GMing a new actual play cliff, and I'm like or Mr. Johnson, I'm like, uh I don't know if uh Shadow Emissions online, our venue, can handle you uh putting something else on your plate. <laughs> The um, because so, how much stuff do you do, Mr. Johnson? Right now, you have you have the Patreon campaign. Um, uh, well, yeah, we've got um, well, the Black Star game is the one that we're recording now. We concluded the Pirates one, which uh, I have to still get the episode out this month for. Sure. Um, and I'll probably crank out those at a little bit faster pace for our patrons, maybe a couple of months going forward, because there's so much cool stuff happening in the story, and I've got a lot to uh, to go through there. Um, but yeah, I, I do the, the Black Star campaign uh, that I run a couple of campaigns once per month sessions for some patrons, which have been a lot of fun. Um, Empress Erica has got a Twitch channel here and she uh, actually hosts the, um, like she posts, basically posts up the, uh, or streams is the word I'm looking for. It streams the, uh, the, the, the one that we play on, on Friday nights uh, once per month. So I feel to check that out. We actually host that on our channel here. We started mm -hmm. doing that, so that that's been neat. Um, so it's been a lot of fun, uh, kind of doing uh, some campaigns with some of our patrons, and we've done some neat ideas with that. It's been sort of a fun uh, Shadowrun playground. One of the teams is in Vladivostok. I've been doing nice. some stuff exploring that area and tweaking things with the world a little bit here and there. Uh, like I've got um, Wuxing uh, starting its own public security company uh, called the Ruishi. 
um, and uh, getting the security contract for Vladivostok. So that's been fun. And um, uh, the other group's been in Seattle, and I've been entangling them with some of Opti's uh, subplots a little bit. Oh, yeah. I love you for doing that, by the way. <laughs> uh, I also have dipped my toes into um, writing for Shadowrun, I guess. Um, yes, I've, that's I've right. I've agreed to, to, to write a novella that I have to turn in at a certain time. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to talk about because I'm under contract and NDA and stuff, but um, I'm writing a novella for Shadowrun, and hopefully it will be published. Yeah. They're, they've agreed to give me money for it, so... <laughs> hey. Suckers. Cool. I've, I've never really done any published writing before, but John Helfers, who's the base of the main editor for the Shadowrun fiction stuff, um, he mistook me for a Shadowrun freelancer because I'm always hanging around them. <laughs> and two years in a row bothered me to, to submit a proposal to write a novella, and I finally took him up on it. He really you loved think it. he's kidding, but I swear I to God, kidding. the story oh. is true. <laughs> I asked him, like two years in a row, he's been bugging me. Send me your novella proposals. I'm like, I don't know if I have time. He's like, no, just do it, man. I'm like, I finally came up to him the day after this. Like, yeah, the day after he said it again, and I went to him like, so why do you keep asking me to submit a novella proposal? Because I've never written anything professionally. You've never seen anything I've done. He's like, aren't you a freelancer? And she wanted the freelance. Like, no. Like, I do have an idea for what I told my idea. And he jumped up and down and gave me a hug and said, all right, you've got to do that. And if it turns out well, you're talking about it. So. <laughs> Rusty, Rusty Zimmerman and I are coming out of the freelancer meeting at Gen Con. And the Cliffs in the lobby, we're like, hey, Cliffs, we start talking. And then we start walking because we're going to go grab a beer or whatever. And, like, around the corner comes drunk John Helfers. <laughs> Like, hey, you guys, you, you guys, what are you gonna write? What are you gonna write me a novella, guys? I have a, I have novellas come, you know. Rachel's like, you've been sitting on mine for two years. And Rachel's like, hey, I got a novella right here. You want it? It's in my pocket. And like, and they're like, well, hey, man, uh, I wouldn't mind writing a novella. And John's like, yeah, fine, whatever, do it. And then, and then he's like, Cliff, when are you gonna write me a novella? And Cliff's like, what? <laughs> Really? You want? He's like, okay. <laughs> and then the next day, Cliff's like, were you serious? And John's like, yeah, 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 write your novella, Cliff. <laughs> Rusty's like, no, I have one. <laughs> Rusty's like, I have four novels right here. I have four novels in my pocket for you right now. Please. Kincaid Ma wants to be told. Making <laughs> making God. enemies, Mr. Johnson. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I was just, it was great. I love it. The impression That's of Rusty funny. is very. Uh, it's like uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I talked to Rusty way too damn. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, whenever Rusty can't be a, 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 a guest on some of our shows, sometimes I actually just go on and pretend to be Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Opti, he's the best guy ever. I love Opti. <laughs> That's awesome. So good about friend, good lover. About about twenty <laughs> So what, what kind lover. of what kind of predictions do we have about the next year? Um uh hopes, dreams about uh Shadowrun in the next year. Is anybody is anybody anticipating a sixth edition? <laughs> Silence. I, I Silence. I hope not, because I have barely gotten my head around 5th edition, and it would just be hard. 
Oh yeah, didn't you tell us? I don't know if I don't know if we've gone live yet, but didn't you tell us, Chris, that you're about to start uh, GMing your own home game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, it's been demanded. I don't think I have a choice. But yeah, like I I've I've read the you know the core manual and I, I finally feel like I'm ready and sixth edition. You know maybe that would be cool, but I'd have to start all over again. Wouldn't that be great? All right, guys. Sitting Time down for start. sitting down Shit. for session one. Oh hey, before we start, did you hear that sixth edition's coming out? <laughs> no. <laughs> released like a week after the Advanced Matrix book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Shadowrun. Like, like it's so hard to learn this game. You, you know, other games people. I feel like people are excited about a new edition, but this one, you're just like, oh my god, start studying again, and um, it's like starting a new semester in school and um, there you go chris apparently you should stream it oh god so says chad (laughs) that's not the first time chad has said that i don't think i'm friends with chad anymore (laughs) (laughs) chad and i are taking a break yeah um i I don't want to step on on your toes bobby but like you get this the second time this has come up and i'm curious like because i'm new to Shadowrun, like what what has the nature of the of the game been like over the years like you know so this is not just 2017 retrospective i guess but like what what changes from edition to edition usually it's been gradually getting less deadly and more crazy awesome hero stuff yes uh, okay early editions it was very deadly um and more complicated so over if i had to the quick um, well, Mr. Johnson said it very, very succinctly, but if the one thing I'd add, I guess, is that um, it's been getting easier, believe it or not, the rules. Really? Because it's still, I feel like I'm about to die every single time we play. Uh, conceptually, it was easier in the early editions. Like the, like, the mechanics weren't necessarily easier, but conceptually, it was a little bit easier. Like, now, conceptually, it's not. Like, there's some, mm-hmm. there's some problems oh, with with the way that things are presented that are not clear. I, I can agree with you. When you say you feel like you're about to die, is that just from the crit squad perspective? Because I feel everybody's about to die at any given moment there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's partly that um, because like the, the crit squad game is only the second game in Shadowrun I've ever played, but it's, sure. it's like, it's the nature of like, and, and I like it. the 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 narrative functions of the game mechanics were like it's it's easier to get knocked out than it is to be killed. But then once you're knocked out, someone can just walk up and like put something sharp in your squishy bits. Right. Like I do want to say, I think that's with, really cool. So it feels deadly to me. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get knocked down and all, but yeah, there's always the edge burning thing, and that that wasn't something I remembered much before. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I I, I guess really picked up on from fifth edition and from previous experience, and I'm kind of skipping from third because uh, I'd never really played fourth. Is that um, fifth does seem to try to integrate things uh, mechanics wise. Um, you see that with the Decker versus Technomancer stuff and how the Technomancer stuff uh, kind of mimics a lot of the magic rules and the way a lot of the magic rules have been kind of. Uh, condensed into a more streamlined, straightforward. I mean, mages and shamans, there's basically no difference now unless you're using some optional rules, um, except for the drain stat in the spirits they can summon, like one or two are different, I think. Whereas I remember third edition, mages and shamans were huge different. Yes, we'll yeah. be at Gen Con, Gen. <clears throat> I remember also um, cool. the Matrix 
in particular has gone through like mm. the most iterations. Yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah changes every be, time in a big way. It used to be analog, well, not analog, but like you used to have to like find a port and jack in, and now it's wireless, <laughs> right? Right. right. Like, it used to be a dungeon the... crawl with a map and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and yeah. now wow. it's more integrated into the experience of what everyone else is dealing with. You can hack the stuff that's around you and the cameras as you're walking up and the, the guns that people are pointing at you and things like that. Yeah, it definitely feels so, a lot better. Matrix is huge improvements in the... That's your, yeah, I still uh, feel like it's, you know, there's there's ways it could be maybe made a little bit easier and streamlined in certain ways, but... In, anarchy. I, I was going to say, I feel that I've been reading Oz's <laughs> mind... Yeah. this entire thing. Well, I don't you just I really see it on my it face right now. It's yeah. like, yeah. See, I don't feel Anarchy is a replacement for Shadowrun. I just feel like it's a different way to play it that still has the feel. Um, yeah. I like the fact that both exist, and I love both of the games. I don't feel like one or the other is like the thing that fully satisfies. Yeah. Well, I guess they they each do uh, in their own way, but well, it's a I, different I system. It's a completely different system altogether. So yeah. Well, it's still it's still SR five light. With some I, I, it's it's more deadly. We can than fight SR5. about that. I don't think it it's. Is. Yeah, let's not do that. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a different system altogether. The uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, I I I think uh, that's. I guess I didn't tell anybody what I do. Um, <laughs> nope. Some yeah. YouTube videos that explain yeah. you know the so entire concept. Of I just Run I do people. some YouTube stuff. Um, I've for a while now I've been doing on YouTube. Primarily what I do in YouTube is this uh, series. My YouTube channel is called Complex Action. YouTube.com slash Complex Action. You can. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yeah. The uh, the primary thing I do on there is these little like three to five minute videos uh, called GM Screen. And the the conceit there is that I take a very usually uh, difficult to understand or a difficult to research or a very esoteric rule and uh, try to explain it um, in three to five minutes with stick figure drawings to make it as simple and um, and and non-threatening as possible uh, for people. Um, the uh, actually Mr. Johnson here writes my scripts for me. Um, Cassie's written yeah, some I've too. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, but uh, uh, I started writing all of them, and then I ran out of time because I had another child, and so I said, "Please yeah. write my." Yeah, you know, I guess novella thing going on aside, I'm already a published Shadowrun author because yeah. GM screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is names in the credits. Um, <laughs> the uh, the there's some other things I do on YouTube on that same channel that, but that's primarily what I do. Um, I also have the Sixth World podcast, which is uh, similar in feel to what we're doing right now, actually. Uh, but it's um, we just have a new me and Cassie Levitt have a different topic every other week, and we invite on somebody to help talk to us. Usually, it's some kind of Shadowrun freelancer or or somebody involved with Shadowrun, but not always. Um, sometimes we have other people on, and we just talk about Shadowrun and and different topics. Um, and it, that's been a lot of fun, huge 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 amount of fun. Um, I've learned a lot about Shadowrun just having to research those topics. Um, we have fun with that. It's always on Twitch here. Uh, f- this past year, I had the Complex Action Actual Play, uh, which a couple people here were even on. Uh, Mr. Johnson and Damien were both a part of that. Mm-hmm. It's over. And it's over now. Uh, we we uh, we finished up that whole story. Um, I know a lot of people ask me, when am I doing more Actual Play stuff? And uh, I will be. I, have, I haven't figured out exactly what it will be, but but you it will be coming um, GM screen is 
I'm doing an interesting thing. I guess I could, uh, in a more public way, I've told patrons and in, in everything what's happening. Um, but GM Screen is going to be doing something really cool and interesting in this next uh, in this next year. I'm um, starting in January. It's kind of like a mix of patron thing as well as uh, the general public will be able to do it, uh, or or at least watch. Um, I'm going to start every on a two on a two month cycle. Uh, one GM screen episode that comes out every two months is going to be a collaborative effort between me and patrons. Um, so I thought it would be really cool to involve people in the process. Um, I have a whole process that I use, and I thought, you know, why don't I get with my patrons and uh, present them with a list of topics, and we all agree um, on a topic. Everybody votes, and once I've decided on this topic, I'll get um, patrons of a certain level to come and join me. Um, and we will, we will together write, um, a script for this. Uh, they'll be notified about what the topic is ahead of time and they'll be able to have time to like up, you know, re-up their knowledge on this topic and bring some research and we'll get together and we'll, we'll hammer out and hash out a script for a topic. Then either in the same session or another, another meeting, uh, depending on time, we'll actually storyboard and draw the episodes. Uh, together, people, patrons giving me ideas and feedback, and maybe this slide should look like this. Maybe let's do something cool and make it do this and stuff like that. And we'll all work on it together, and eventually it'll be published. And those people who helped me will get their names in the credits. The cool thing is that those meetings that we have to work on it together, I'm going to live stream those so that anybody can watch the process happening. Um, so I'm really excited about that to kind of like lift up the curtain and give people a behind the scenes look on how GM screen is made with like actual real episodes that you'll be able to, if you feel like it, sit down and watch the work being done. And then later on down the road, see that episode actually be public on YouTube. So something I'm pretty excited about. Do you intend to sleep at any point during all of that or nah. just, I, I, well, yes. when I, <laughs> when I had, uh, when I had two, when I had children, I kind of gave up on the idea of sleep. So, um, fair enough, but you have practice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have slept before, if that's what you're asking. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but no, yeah, it's, um, I, I'm excited about all of it. I'm actually, believe it or not, Chris, I've actually, t I've actually cut back on stuff that wow. I do. So, <laughs> you're a machine, man. Um, the actual play isn't going on anymore. So, um, that was a big thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's what Bigger I've been Rob doing. Rob there has a has a question for Chris. Oh, yes. sorry, I wasn't looking at chat because we broke up a few minutes ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris, <laughs> when is Crit Squad coming back? The last couple episodes had me crying in the truck with the feels, is what Rigor Rob said. <laughs> um, that's okay. So I can answer the question, but like I gotta <laughs> say, that's not the first time that I've heard someone say that. And that's again, it's it's I don't know. Like Crit Squad is probably the first like uh storytelling thing that i've i've done that has like been put out in a way that other people listen to it so i i don't know it's just really cool like i'm I'm having trouble like not crying with the feels myself when people mm. ask stuff like that but like uh anyway yeah that's that's awesome that we made you cry that's our goal um because again <laughs> the the tears of the listeners grease the wheels of production but, um end of january beginning of february we have a bunch of changes that are are happening like story-wise coming um and they're they're all good i promise eric snyder's coming back which oh, i'm wait. really excited for um 
especially because now I know what his new character is and sounds like, and it's uh, that's just going to be fun. Um, but yeah, we're going to th this time try to get ahead of things. So we're not like doing, you know, that 12 hours of work and then being like, sorry guys, it's going to come out Saturday. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're doing that. There's going to be some new artwork and some other stuff we're trying to get in place before we start airing new episodes, but g give it a month. If you need to cry again, just listen to 14 milligrams, get his memory back one more time. <laughs> right. Well, I think we're approaching the, unless people tell me something that we missed, I think we're approaching the, the end of our, our journey here. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts? I had stuff that I wanted to bring up about the archaeology that's going to be going on. Do it. Um, Okay, so, uh, well, first up, uh, I've been doing this thing called Legends of Earth Dawn, which has been, I guess, kind of gradually ramping up all year. Um, I'm planning on doing more releases with that, as well as, uh, well, it's been uh, now coming out an actual play uh, for Earth Dawn. I've been releasing a new episode every two weeks. We've been focusing a lot on the uh, Trevar group lately, but uh, there's actually multiple different um, parties that are that are happening and uh, one of those groups actually has um, a lot of the voices you recognize if you're a fan of Shadowrun podcasts, such as Opti's. We also have Rusty's Dulcet Tones, and the line developer for Earth Dawn is playing in, in that same group as well, Josh Harrison, who's a lot of fun uh, to have at the table. And, um, of course, um, Rainbow Smite, or Jules Watts is your member. She's one of the cast members. Um Lots of, lots of people are involved. It's been a lot of fun to do. And uh, we started with one big, long uh, kind of a story arc that was, uh, I guess, our pilot arc, which was going dealing with this one particular care and all the different strange problems that occurred and the various things that happened when we realized that uh, Earth Dawn kills characters uh, quickly. Um, <laughs> so... I There'll certainly be more Legends of Earthdawn going forward, and uh, we've had some very unexpected, violent deaths, and uh, I think those have spurred on some very good further storytelling. If you guys have not listened to the Legends of Earthdawn podcast, it is yeah, I have so much damn fun with that, and me and Rusty uh, <laughs> have a great rapport going on, and and it's just amazing. It's it's the it's my most fun. Uh, gaming thing that I do every two weeks and I love it and you guys would absolutely love it I well I should probably stop <laughs> yeah that's it, it's been a lot of fun and uh we're definitely going forward with more of that uh, gonna be releasing more and um I guess uh, I guess uh, we're releasing the actual plays every two weeks we're gonna start uh, releasing one in between uh back to what we started with uh, initially is something called metacasts which are just like a brief discussion about some aspect of the earth on rules uh, or we might delve into setting more as well now um, that I, I feel less worried about um, stepping on live from bar saves toes because they haven't been releasing as much unfortunately um, I've been sad to see them uh, slow down their their releases but I understand how it goes um, anyway uh, so that's been fun uh, but there's going to be some really big deal stuff happening in the actual play uh, in episodes coming up. Uh, major personal changes for some of the characters. Um, horrible things happening to some of them as usual. Uh, we're also going to be looking forward to uh, something I haven't done yet is... Um, uh, delving into some, I guess, uh, sideline type stories. Maybe telling 
some stories about what happens with the blood wasps or some of the ghouls in the area or other cool. things that are going on. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's 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 cool. Looking and, forward to that. Um, I also am looking forward to doing more crossover type stuff. I've gotten Kevin Zarnicki to agree to um, appear as a guest player in the actual play. And I I believe we will have him playing the character Red. Oh, nice. I'll the chance to try to burn an edge or two off of him, and I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That'll be fun. <laughs> Stake that, Frager. That'll be really fun. And, uh, on the Twitch stuff, we're doing more of that. The GM's Workshop, I think, is something we haven't talked about much, where we just show up, uh, Bobby and I, and we, we pick some topic and about G- GMing, mostly for Shadowrun so far. And um, we actually go through the guts of how we generate the stats or come up with the ideas. Uh, first one we did, we came up with a whole run idea start to finish. Uh, second one, we, we designed a nasty nemesis, a dryad toxic blood mage. Um, yeah. And the third one, we made uh, Santa's sleigh and the barons. <laughs> right? <laughs> it got a little silly toward the end there, but that was lots, lots of fun. Yeah. Much like... Um, I guess drawing inspiration from joining the anarchy, we, we, we take a lot of uh, suggestions from the people who show up in the chat. So, Yeah, the whole point of the Game Master's Workshop, the GM's Workshop, is uh, there's a lot of shows out there that, that give you tips and tricks and stuff about GMing, but but um, but it's it's hard to to know what the actual work of, of prepping as a GM is unless you see it happening. And so we try to make it so you can see it happening. Um, so we and just we do also it. Share the, we also share the document uh, that we type in uh, for any brainstorming type stuff that we do, as well as the Hero Lab files. Yep. I know we've had people ask us to output the PDFs, but I'm nervous about that being a copyright infringement. So right. unfortunately, it's just the Hero Lab files, which I think you can at least open with the demo, but I'm not sure. Yep. So that's cool. We do a lot of stuff on Twitch now, so you should go to... Uh, Shadowcasters.network/schedule and to they'll show you anything that we're that's coming up. We're working on the January schedule right now. Rigor, Rob, you will not be disappointed with the uh, amount of ghoul involvement in the upcoming episodes. Mm, <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm a big Frank too. He's my favorite random NPC that became important to the campaign. <laughs> anybody else have any last-minute kind of things they want want people to know about or things that we didn't talk about before we close? No. Probably, but I can't think. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yes, right. use the urban brawl thing again. Oh, um, urban brawl. Yep. Um, I have had this idea to do competitive RPG sports on Twitch. I think I teased it at the um, our session at uh, Gen Con, uh, or seminar thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it is something I've been working on the rules for. We've done a test play for. I know Damien's got a cool kind of Car Wars type idea he wants to do as well. Kind of along those lines, we're, we're definitely going to be looking into some more fun shows with that. So uh, the Shadowrun Missions has taken a lot of my time and attention away from doing that, but um, as well as some other stuff. But um, it's definitely something I want to move forward with, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to be looking for people who want to uh, play Urban Brawl um, as if it's a, like a live sporting event on Twitch. So That's going to be really interesting to see. That's cool. I've, I've only... Um... I've only been listen, basically listening to to your ideas and everything um, on the sideline behind the scenes, but uh, but it seems really interesting. Though I'm it excited. should be a lot of fun. I think uh, I'm surprised how well Shadowrun Anarchy adapts to 
running urban brawl because i've tried to run it before just as part of a in, a in a campaign many years ago using i think it was third edition at the time but you know, the, even fifth edition now it's got the same sort of attention to detail it just doesn't work for running through something like that unless you abstract it in some way but anarchy is just perfect what is going on in chat right now? Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. We, uh, I, I'm, oh I'm, clo I'm closing out here. But uh, what a good way to close out because I wanted to say thank you to the chat. And there's this huge like, uh, like cheer war going on in chat. People <laughs> throwing bits all over the place. And I think Chummer Jim just destroyed everyone with two thousand bits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I see Schlaney there, who is my own personal hero. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Let's see. Wow. Oh everyone. man, everyone, Ch <laughs> Chummer Jim, Gen Tonic, uh, lots of people are uh, just. <laughs> there we wow. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it's still going. It's well, still going. Awesome. So Chummer Jim I have badge. heard of Rusty's. He has told about. He told me about that, but I have never actually read it or worked with it. It is certainly something I should be should certainly be reviewing as I work on my thing. So, yeah, yeah. Well, um, again, thank you guys so much for coming and listening. The chat room uh, for listening, and those of you who are listening on the podcast at home, uh, we love you guys too. Because um, there's probably oh, oh. say that again. I'm just kind of exhaling vocal sounds at the crazy amounts of bits flying by so <laughs> yeah. right right these yeah, guys no, give it up to chat i mean we have yeah, right? i think over the since we started the shadowcasters network on twitch right we've noticed like we, we have like this constant stream of like awesome people supporting everything that we've done since then since its inception so yeah. thank you so much to chat and it's just they're, they're still going they're still donating they're just like here have all this money yeah, one. I guess one thing. Speaking of the community, one thing that we we didn't mention is um, is is related to all of this is the Discord, which has been a a great project and and venture of ours all year long. We created the Shadowcasters Network Discord um, to just create a place for everyone who who is a fan of all the Shadowrun content creation stuff. A, a place for everyone to come together and and just geek out over it and and for us to interact with people and for them to talk about Shadowrun and that's been hugely successful. I mean that's how we met people like Chris and Wolf with deniable assets over there. Like that's that's how we all got to be able to come together and it's been it's been really cool and the community has been amazing in there um, more than I could have anticipated. We were hoping it would be awesome and. It's better than we were hoping. So. Yeah, way better. It's been. Turns uh, out you were correct. <laughs> it's been yeah, a I mean, super it's a huge pleasurable. community. Yeah. How many people are we at now? I, last count was what, 1250? Uh, something uh, like that. It's uh, not a small number. Yeah. yeah. I've lost track, and and it and it was always the dream to try to to bring everybody together so that people didn't have to be running off to forums all over the place to communicate with people and it's become that and so much more so thank you guys for making an awesome community with us yeah a couple more members and we have 1300 it's 1293 right now so oh yeah really where where are those extra seven people we need them right now yeah. we need them right now we need to close out 2017 with 1300 right? people right <laughs> Um, but you know thank you guys so much um we're really Bobby, didn't we say we were going to take um questions from the from the chat i've been taking them all along if you see one go ahead and tell me uh oh, that, that we've been doing sorry yeah. i thought there would be like a 
like a question and answer at the end. No, but I've been um I've been taking them all along, and if anybody has a question, then uh, throw it out there real fast before I turn this thing off. But um, I know. Uh, can we <laughs> quickly discuss how we sort of, but not really, got a Shadowrun movie in Bright? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, we should say that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's kind of a big yeah, deal for twenty seventeen. Later. That's we'll true. Yeah. Well, yeah, so me and uh, f if if you're interested, so Bright happened. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Neither has Mr. Johnson, um, because we're planning on with Opti, who cheated and saw it early. Um, we're planning on having. I think Oz might be able to make it to this, but he's not I sure yet. No. Yeah. But I haven't. I've held out. I haven't watched it either. Yeah, we're gonna be having a um, in just a couple of days. Actually, January first that night, nine p.m. Eastern time. So if you're listening to this and you have time, uh, come and join us. Nine p.m. Eastern time, probably for uh, at least for the length of the show. We're gonna do a live uh, viewing party. We're gonna actually, you know, all all press the play button at the same time, and we're gonna have like a little timestamp indicator. So if anybody joins late, they can see where we are, and we're gonna kind of watch it together. Oh. Comment, yeah. comment on it as it's happening, and then for like 30 minutes to an hour afterwards, talk about you know what just happened. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, so, so if, if ever you've been like sitting there and been like, "Wow, I wish I could watch a movie with a bunch of fraggers that constantly talk through right, right. the whole damn thing," <laughs> you can tune in for this. Opti's, what this movie needs is more people talking. Right, Opti is going to be like. That's why I kind of want. That's kind of what I want to do. Like, I just want to hold up, like, while the movie's going. Like, eh, this is my reaction. <laughs> right. This is my reaction. Like, little note, little note, little smiley faces. Right. IRL smileys. Yeah. I'm, I'm so hoping. Everyone is aware of what I'm thinking. I've watched Bright twice. Oh, I really great! Liked it. Yeah. Awesome. Opti's gonna be. I imagine since he's already seen it, he's gonna be the guy in there who's like. Who's who's you know that person you watch a movie with where they're like oh oh you're gonna like this part this part's gonna be you're really gonna good like this. This is gonna be your yeah. oh I can't believe it. I was so sad at this part oh my god <laughs> you're you're looking at everyone else to see what the reaction is right yeah. <laughs> and that and that's exactly why I have not tried to put my name in that hat because that would be me the entire movie <laughs> just, oh my god guys did you see that thing in the background wait, wait for right. this wait for this right. <laughs> Um, Jen Tonic asks, are we recording it for those who can't be there live? Yes, we will. I'm gonna, it's gonna be recorded, and at least it'll be on YouTube, sort of like riff track style, I guess, so you can play it along, uh, in your, your own viewing. So if you can't make it, don't worry, you'll be able to see it. Um. Are we supposed to make goofy noises and riff tracks the whole thing a lot? No, I, we but have to. But if you play Dark Side of the Moon, like, you know, at a certain point, it'll be, it'll light up. <laughs> it'll sync up. Right. We we haven't talked behind the scenes yet about what our tone is going to be, but I I definitely would like to. It will be my first time watching it. Um, <laughs> so so God, can you shut up for a don't, second? Don't talk. <laughs> so are, are so we, we going to pause it? Say how and, that, and then that talk one person does that one thing. Gonna... I don't think so. We talked about doing that like halfway through, but I I think I think logistically it'll be it'll add an extra layer of complication because then everybody's going to have to start it again at the same time. And... Yeah. So just take so we'll notes. Just save all of the big comments for the very end. Yeah, take notes. But see that that just seems really boring then. Well, you've already watched it once. It shouldn't be hard. Well, the, what I'm saying is like like <laughs> why would I tune in to a bunch of people not saying anything? We are going to make <laughs> we are going you are going to have commentary. So do not watch if you don't want to hear us talk about it. Um, okay, so you should probably all go out and watch it first, <laughs> and then come right. back and watch it with us. Right, and now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I should watch it. 
Um, <laughs> That's no, what I was thinking too. I'm just not going to watch it until it's time to right. stream it. So I don't have time to watch it, so that's my off the cuff responses interrupting your attempt to watch it as well. Unbiased, right. <laughs> right. first impression, my just raw experience. It. All right, we uh, we're over two hours now, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, say thank you, everybody. Thank you guys for. <laughs> adventure <laughs> thank you guys for joining <laughs> us <laughs> and, uh, lies ahead. i'm sorry i'll stop now <laughs> and um and we uh thank you all for uh being here and talking to uh me and um <laughs> and uh i enjoy doing this every year so um and i like i said earlier it was really cool to see uh half of us here who are here for the first time Oz, Wolf, Joe, Chris, good to have you. Thank you for Thanks having for us. Thanks for letting me crash here. your party. Yeah, and everybody, thank you for making all the cool stuff that you make. You too. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, you too. I could have worked. I, I hate you all. I handled a little bit more complex action. I think I wanted my cyber arm and my yeah. weapon focus uh, spur. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long does it take one of those to make one of those? Really, just what two a week. Come on. All the racist organizations for humanists down there, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I had plans. Plans, damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm leaving now. So, um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys. And I'm turning off the stream. Bye. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, bye. bye everybody. I stopped the stream. Oh, but wait. Is it off?